Hi everyone, welcome on Impact 10x, a podcast uncovering impact investing strategies from Europe. And today I'm really happy to be with Cyril Langendorf from Fee Trust in France. He has been a pioneer in impact investing. He has been an LP, so a limited partner, before joining FeeTrust as a partner. So he has both experiences, and I think that's super interesting. I hope you will enjoy this episode. Thank you. Happy listening. Cyril, welcome. Um, thank you, Svenja. Thank you so much for, for being here, and, um, and please tell us more about yourself about what you've been doing before joining Fee Trust. Um, yeah, thank you. Okay, just briefly, uh, I was a, an investment banker for, for 12 years, and then I changed life, being a, a social banker at Credit Cooperative, which is a cooperative bank, part of the group BPC, which is one of the biggest group banking group in France, um, for 15 years. And after that, I uh, decided to move to asset management and to uh, impact investing. And I joined FeeTrust uh, six months ago, last April. Cool. Why? Why did you want to make this change? Um, banking is uh, more and more regulated. It's a uh, heavy uh, regulation, lots of, uh, uh, lots of audits. Uh, KYC procedures, etc. <laughs> I was fed up by all this uh, reporting and I decided that uh, it was time to move to something uh, uh, more entrepreneurial like Fitrus, which is an asset manager of, of 12 people. So I uh, moved from a bank of uh, 1800 people to 12 people. <laughs> And wow. uh, I'm very pleased by that because it's uh, very entrepreneurial. Uh, you have to earn your living every day. <laughs> so, um, so it's another part of my uh, career. And, uh, and also because I um, was involved in impact investment for, for many, many years since uh, I uh, had the opportunity to join the uh, Social Impact Investment Task Force in 2013. Uh, that was chaired by Sir Ronald Cohen and so uh, uh, I followed all the moves from that time and before because when I joined Credit Cooperative uh, in 2007 uh, Impact Investing was starting with the Rockefeller Foundation that did uh, some studies so um, after all these years I, uh, I wanted to also to try that from an asset management point of view and to, uh, to see uh, practically what impact investing was. Amazing. And you, you were an LP before, so at Credit Cooperative, you invested in funds and you invested also directly in startups. But uh, tell us more about the LP perspective. What did you look at uh, when you invested in impact funds specifically? Um, well, I was I was at Credit Cooperative, so it's it, uh, LP in a bank. It's, it's a bit different from LP in uh, other asset management institution of or asset owner, I would say. So we were looking at um, uh, investing directly in social entrepreneurs uh, or social economy uh, organizations because for us it was a way uh, to develop banking business with these organizations. So we were investing in equity uh, in order to generate uh, banking business through our branch networks. So this was the, the first point. So we were not looking for high returns uh, in, in terms of investments because we knew that uh, there, were, there was another form of return by the banking business generated 
by the banking relationship with this entrepreneur. So, mm. so that's uh, our our view was uh, was that of a, a kind of uh, making leverage from our equity investment to uh, develop some uh, debt financing through the branch. So this was the idea. Regarding the funds, uh, our approach was to uh, uh, to help uh, new funds, innovative funds that also could help our uh, our social economy organization clients of us. So we had a few uh, partners in the social economy networks, and so they, when they were launching funds, uh, we were trying to uh, also to support their initiatives if we judge it as a new and innovative uh, initiative, uh, financial initiative. So very keen to also through the funds to help our social entrepreneurs and making more business with the social entrepreneurs. So, so this was uh, one of the issues. So we were not, uh, not focusing too much on return. Mm -hmm. What does it mean exactly? Like, can we talk uh, concretely? D did you have a specific IRR that you were expecting? Was it 15%? Was it 10%? <laughs> no. <laughs> What? For social economy organizations, 10%? <laughs> no, not possible. Never. No, we were looking. Uh, first, we didn't have any IRR. And when we were investing, we were lucky if we had uh, between 0 and 5%. A lot of our investments were also done in uh, in cooperatives, where you know you don't earn any uh, any uh, increase in uh, value of the of the shares. So uh, if we got dividends, we were happy. If we didn't get dividends, we were looking at uh, what the branch could generate in terms of banking business. So. Mm. And in how many funds did you invest, and what was the average ticket size? Well, it was small huh, because it was on the equity of the bank, so it was uh, small. We were investing in around 20 funds, and uh, between, uh, let's say, uh, one and 5 uh, to 10 million euros. Mm -hmm. Cool. And so you invested in fee trust the fund that you're not working for. <laughs> so that's wonderful. Uh, tell us more about Fee Trust. I think, you know, it's one of the first, very first impact investing firm in France. So um, you're pioneers. Um, so tell us more about the fund. Um, what's the total AUM that you spent on, um, on startups at uh, the venture stage? And, and yeah, what are you looking for exactly? So Fitrust Partner is an investment company that was launched in uh, 2006 by Olivier de Guerre, uh, who uh, is the main uh, founder of, uh, and main shareholder of uh, Fitrust. And uh, the idea at the time was to help uh, social entrepreneurs by bringing equity, uh, because you know this is uh, what's missing, not only for social entrepreneurs, but every kind of entrepreneur, you need equity. And also because the idea was to uh, coach the entrepreneur and to help him on a, on a daily, monthly basis uh, to develop its, uh, its business and its uh, social impact. Because Fitrust is, uh, is uh, focusing a lot on social impact uh, investment, meaning what? Meaning not only looking for a small return between 0 and 5%, because we know that we cannot expect more Uh, from uh, a social entrepreneur, but we are very keen to uh, develop with the entrepreneur uh, the tools to measure its impact, the uh, KPIs, the key performance indicators, and also to uh, uh, help him with 
our network with the network of investors of entrepreneurs we have uh, for many years and to help him uh, in his uh, business mm -hmm. what type of business are you looking at um, in which different um, sectors so we are looking uh, uh, in we are looking at businesses in uh, uh, social housing in circular economy in uh, uh, work inclusion Uh, so all that deals with uh, uh, people that are uh, having problems uh, to integrate either the workforce, either the education system, either the, um, uh, the work. Uh, so. mm -hmm. In what stage are you investing? We are investing in, uh, we are investing in businesses Uh, that are that have a proof of concept, so that have already uh, experimented a few uh, years of uh, of entrepreneurship, and uh, we are bringing uh, capital in order to help them develop their business and uh, find new clients and uh, and scale up. Mm -hmm. And and so the featurest uh, partner um, this this fund is 40 million euro large, right? Yes. And so you're mainly investing in Series A. Yes. Uh, in France or in Europe? What's in your job in France, in Europe, because uh, since the start, uh, Fitrust uh, has been developing net, uh, relationship with other uh, networks. Uh, in uh, countries like Italy, Spain, Belgium, mm -hmm. uh, and also a bit in Africa because uh, it's also uh, uh, a, a sp specificity of eTrust is to uh, uh, promote social entrepreneurship uh, in uh, outside Europe. So Africa, uh, Western Africa and Central Africa, we have an investment in Cameroon, for instance, And we have also a stake in uh, uh, Fitrust Asia, which is based uh, in, uh, which is uh, headquartered in Singapore, operating in four uh, Southeast Asian countries. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, the landscape is more difficult for social entrepreneurship, but we are looking to invest in Cambodia, Thailand, Indonesia, and Vietnam. Okay, so worldwide almost. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful. Um, okay, and, and so what is, can you give me an example of a company that you've backed that you think, okay, uh, has really made a, a big impact? Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, uh, it's a company that is based in the southern part of France, Aubagne, near Marseille. It's a, um, it's a company that deals with uh, work inclusion. And when we started to invest uh, uh, 15 years ago, the company, the budget of the company was uh, 2.5 million euro. Today, uh, the revenues of the company are 80 million, 80 million euro. And uh, this company has grown very fast uh, and it, it continues to develop in France. They have uh, now, uh, they are operating in uh, Burgundy, in uh, central France. And, um, What do they do exactly? They, they, they do uh, different things around work inclusion. Uh, for instance, uh, they, uh, um, uh, they have people that uh, are employed to uh, clean uh, petrol stations on the motorways. Uh, so uh, so these, uh, these people are employed to, in the morning and they also in the evening to, to clean the... the um, Uh, the, the space and uh, to uh, uh, 
de, 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 de to organize. Yeah, and these people come from very underprivileged yes, backgrounds. Yes, exactly. Okay, so basically what this company does is finding these people and finding them a job and placing them in a job. Yes, uh, and, and they have a, um, an agreement, a joint venture agreement with Vinci, the, the, the French conglomerate, uh, so that uh, these petrol stations are operated by Vinci. So Vinci uh, is also uh, helping to uh, Uh, to, to drive these people to the petrol station, to collect them at home and, uh, oh, wow. and to bring them back at home. So to ease the integration exactly. process from, exactly. from, you know, from the, uh, the commute to, mm. uh, to, the, uh, to, the, to the, the job itself. And they so don't start uh, early, they uh, have time for their kids to take their kids to school and then they, they, they uh, collect them and, and bring them on the spot. What's the name of the company? Lavarap. Lavarap. Okay, and so uh, you you told you told me a bit earlier that you didn't really believe that you could make a big financial return with impact companies, although here this example shows that the growth of this company is quite huge. So if you were to exit now, I think you would make a quite significant multiple. Um, so why do you believe it's not possible to do like you know market average returns with social impact companies? Yes, why, why that? Because it's, this case is, a, is, a, is an example where, first of all, we have been invested for a long time. So you make this return uh, because you're there. And usually it takes time to find the right economic model that works. And uh, we are patient investors. So the, uh, a lot of the funds today are very short-term investors. And we have seen in other uh, circumstances that... Uh, Uh, usually, uh, the, you the entrepreneur finds the right business model after many, many years of, 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 of proof, of trying. And so uh, that's the first point. The second point is because you cannot expect social entrepreneurs to bring high returns because they are dealing uh, with, uh, with persons who are in difficulty. And, uh, and uh, it, it would not coincide with the philosophy of their business to, uh, to, to have this high return. So, so you have to reconcile between what you're doing, usually sometimes with subsidies. Okay, if you have uh, people in, uh, in inclu work inclusion, you get subsidies from the state. So your, your business is profitable, let's say, thanks to these subsidies. Uh, if you didn't get these subsidies, you would not be profitable. And you know that these subsidies are linked also to the, your capacity Uh, to uh, to manage uh, the uh, organization. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the the company that you talked earlier, are they uh, do they have like uh, subsidies or subsidies, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, but uh, you're right. It's uh, uh, for a small part because now they have grown very fast, and uh, can give you another example of what they do is that they have adapted containers. Uh, to develop uh, housing for people that don't have any housing. So they, uh, like in the Netherlands, it's also something done in the Netherlands. Uh, so uh, containers, shipping containers that are not used anymore, and they have uh, uh, refurbished and reorganized, and uh, so they offer, uh, let's say, uh, a short-term housing to uh, people that are in the street. Cool. Wow, that's amazing. It's interesting because I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, I mean, sorry, a lot of investors, impact investors, and um, most of them uh, sell, you know, market average returns to their LPs because they think 
the more money a company makes, the more impact it also makes if it's an impact um, startup, of course. So I think it's interesting that you have a different point of view and that you think timing is key. I agree, timing is key. If you have a fund that you have to close in seven to ten years, you have a problem with that. So what's your timing and what's your exit strategy at uh, FeeTrust? So we, first of all, we sell to our LPs uh, our capacity to, uh, um, to help social entrepreneurs deliver on their social impact. So, because for us, it's uh, it's part of the uh, uh, of the equation that uh, you have this return, but you have also a strong social impact. So, so that's why uh, we have a low financial return, let's say, but uh, high social impact. Uh, then our exit strategy is uh, is 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 this way: is that we have a, an investment company. That means we have no end for this company. So uh, we can invest for, for, for longer than many, uh, than many other uh, competitors. We call it Evergreen. Uh, it's an evergreen fund. Uh, inside that, we have developed a, a few uh, uh, compartments that have limited uh, year, uh, years of investments and exit. But we are in capacity, thanks to the structure, to accompany the entrepreneur for uh, that uh, that uh, for a long time and usually uh, like in Lavarap we ask them okay uh, do you are you still in need of our coaching are you, uh, because you have grown so fast now you have many inv investors that are really uh, happy to, 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 inv to invest in your company and, uh, uh, and they continue to say yes so as long as the entrepreneur wants us then we are there and so you don't have any exit strategy? We have, we have, and uh, we have exits. We are uh, constrained to exit, uh, uh, but we have done uh, less exits than other funds. Um, but uh, we, we are exiting, and also because uh, some of our businesses are bought by uh, other companies, and so which give us an opportunity to exit in uh, uh, this way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but so how does it work exactly to have an evergreen fund? Um, what's your fund structure for that? Um, it's an investment company, so that means we have shareholders. Our shareholders okay. are long-term investors. We have also a lot of uh, private qualified investors that uh, in their allocation of their, uh, of their um, resources are, are telling us, I'm happy to invest for, for 10 years, 15 years uh, in your company. Because uh, this is uh, uh, this is my invest impact investment allocation. Mm -hmm. And who are your LPs then? And then the LPs are institutional investors. We have the European Investment Fund. We have Caisse des Dépôts. We have uh, BNP Paribas. We have uh, uh, these uh, institutional investors plus qualified private individuals. Cool. Very nice. Is there a space that you're really excited about right now? Like. Uh, um, you know, an impact generally a space that really excites you? Well, we are very excited by uh, the new fund we're going to launch dedicated to inclusion in, in Europe. Uh, the idea is to uh, invest in uh, equity, because this is what we do, uh, in equity in social entrepreneurs that uh, deal with inclusion in the broad sense, education, housing, uh, work, uh, digital, 
and so uh, we will invest in France mostly, but also in Belgium, Italy, Spain and Portugal. And cool. So we are about to close, hopefully, with the European Investment Fund and uh, hope to launch the fund uh, at the end of this year or early next year. Wonderful. How so big? How big? Fifty is million. Fifty. Fifty five zero plus. Uh, through the investment company Fitrust Partner, we are raising money from private individuals, so to get another 50 or a bit more if we can. Amazing! Congrats. Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you, Svenja. That's wonderful. Yeah, cool. Okay, and do you see, do you see like a common trait of very successful impact entrepreneurs? Like, is there something that you always see in each of these entrepreneurs, um, or does it? I mean, does it have nothing to do with the character of the person or the personality? What do you think? Well, uh, we, we can sense when we meet the entrepreneur, uh, his, uh, his willingness, his, uh, his capacity, his uh, social mission. And uh, if, he, uh, if his uh, CV and uh, if, his, uh, if the way he promotes his business is in accordance with what he's done in the past. And that's why at Fitrust we take a lot of time to uh, before investing uh, in order to know uh, to know the person or the, the two persons because we have also uh, binomes and uh, it's like in a couple you know before getting married you just take a lot of time to understand and to see each other etc. This is how we do and uh, because when we are there we are there for long. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, it's long term as you said before and. Um, I had another question about like the social impact. What does it mean exactly for you as having a social impact and how do you measure it? We have developed a, a kind of methodology of our own huh, because it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, things around on, on impact measurement. But basically we want to, uh, to address that issue with the entrepreneur himself. So we want to uh, to define uh, before making the investment uh, the objectives of uh, the, the impact he wants to achieve and uh, we uh, develop together uh, reporting indicators that we will follow over time uh, like uh, the number of uh, unemployed uh, long-term unemployed people he has hired uh, or is, is employing uh, like uh, the the tons of waste uh, that has been uh, recycled. Do you have criteria for each investment? Yes. And how many do you have per investment? We have between three and five okay. for each investment. And sometimes uh, for the businesses that are in the same sector, we can aggregate them. Uh, but uh, usually we, we try to be uh, uh, to be close to uh, what the business of the entrepreneur is uh, in capacity to deliver. Do you personalize it? Yes. You really personalize yes. it? Yes. And how do you make sure that they reach these uh, indicators? We follow them closely and uh, we have a report, quarterly reporting. Uh, quarterly reporting. Yes. Yes. And do you have like uh, neutral, non-biased uh, people who, who, who do the job or is it you, your team? Who no, it's, it's a team and uh, always in a relationship with the entrepreneur. Okay, so there's no external... No external valuation, okay. uh, but uh, the idea is to, uh, 
to uh, our idea is that this uh, measurement is not a burden uh, an added burden to the business of the entrepreneur but more as all, for him also a, a management tool of course yeah makes complete sense well um, it was really interesting uh, we learned a lot uh, with you Cyril thank you so much how um, if you know an entrepreneur is interested um, in talking to you or sending you his or her deck like what's the best way to reach out to you well you, you can send it to to the uh, Fitrust uh, website or perfect so on the website there the, is a way to submit I, your deck I, or at least there's a there's a mailing address so you can uh, mail us Perfect. and uh, we will be very pleased to look at the desk and uh, to, 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 to see uh, the entrepreneur if it uh, fits with our investment thesis Wonderful. Uh, and also to uh, plug the entrepreneur with other people we know that could be interested cool thank you so thank much thank you Svenja thank you for your time and see you all next week for the next episode thank you bye 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 everyone bye